Excited. Energy. 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 What's up, everyone? Welcome to Husband and Wife Talk. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And today we're getting real. We're talking about vices. Holy and shit. Bad I'm very scared. And guilty pleasures that we want to not have any guilt over. We have talked about guilty pleasures, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, let's dive in. Wednesday Wisdom. What you got? Okay. Um... What do I got? Oh, yes. So we were watching Ted Lasso Mm, last night. mm. (laughs) And there was a character who was upset because he wasn't. So Ted Lasso, if no one knows, is about a guy who. It's about an American football Mm -hmm. college coach, Mm -hmm. college football coach, who gets hired as a European professional soccer coach. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, So this football player was unhappy with his practice and like his performance and ted lasso calls him over and says do you know what the happiest animal is a goldfish you know why it's because they have a 10 second memory be a goldfish oh my god dude Oh my gosh. Like, I'm sure that that has been written other places. I'm sure it has. I've never heard that before. And like told over and over again in seminars and shit. I wish someone had told me that when I started being a professional dancer. The way it was delivered was just like, dude, 10 second memory. Yeah. Yeah. Be a goldfish. Oh my God. So good. Pull the mic away a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude. So so good. good. (laughs) So good. Yeah. So Um, my, my wisdom comes from Ted Lasso. I also had a Ted Lasso like aha epiphany moment. I was going to do something else for Wednesday Wisdom, but I'm just going to go with the Ted Lasso mm, moment. Okay. Because I want to piggyback on it. It's a, it's a wonderful okay. show. Yeah. Um, my I'm Ted Lasso, my Ted Lasso like Wednesday Wisdom moment was he did some things in the show without spoiling anything <laughs> where he like basically was trying to figure out what motivates people. Um, and like, there's obviously like a lot of like really fun sex jokes in the show, but like he asked someone like, what motivates this particular person? And the person was like, blowjobs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I can't provide that. So he got some insight onto like, into like what motivated this person. And he, he was talking to this particularly difficult person in a way that like was resonating with what they needed to hear to mm-hmm. be a better yeah. version of themselves. And I, we were talking earlier, I have subliminally been operating in a way with my team mm-hmm. that like, I've been trying to figure out like, how can I be more connected? How can I make this person feel more comfortable? How can I, connect with them in a way that makes them respect me, love me, want to work hard and be happy and satisfied. Like all of these things that you want people yeah. that work with you to be. And hearing that, I was like, Oh my God. Like number one, it was like, I am on the right track. I am doing all of the things I should be doing to connect yeah. with these people because getting people to perform at a high level is a very difficult thing. That's why people have coaches. That's why, you know, NBA coaches that win championships, right? Right books and leadership is like a really hard thing i've just was it was like a really cool moment for me to be like oh shit yeah this is exactly what it should look like and also now that i've seen this very 
scripted version of it. I'm like, it was so simple. I was like, oh my God, this is so much easier than it, than I thought it would be. And I have a, I feel like I have a whole new tool set to communicate with people about yeah. like, how can I motivate you to, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but like get the most productivity out of you. And also, at this, but also at the same time, make sure that you feel like yeah. everything I'm doing and how hard I'm working is worth it. Yeah. When you mentioned a specific experience from someone you work with and I was like, oh, well, their love language is gifts. Right. And they like to they be feel, treated to Yeah. Things. They yeah. feel rewarded or they feel appreciated when they get gifts. And yeah. I think that we always, obviously we talk about love languages all the time, but I never thought about it of... I know that it's some people can feel differently between like your partner, your significant other and like friends, mm -hmm. you know, that you express and you give love differently. And I think that yeah. that person feels appreciated and totally. loved when they receive gifts and, um, yeah. 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 That was kind of cool. Yeah. Connection. And understanding. Yeah. The other thing is like, I've always thought about leadership in my own life as a, I want to lead by example. I want to be the guy that's out there on the battlefield leading yeah. the charge or like pulling the cart, doing all of the hard things. And I've always had a hard time with asking people to pick up the slack or like if they're not performing at a level that I expect, I have a hard time communicating that. Yeah. Um, today I had a very simple conversation. I was just like, this thing happened. I needed it to be like this. It wasn't like that. I would like to do better next time. Yeah. How can I help you be better? Yeah. And I think um, the the other question that I asked before the next thing that we were doing was, how can I set you up for success? Mm -hmm. And that was like such an easier conversation because I'm like, if if this person says, I need this, this, and this, and I do the supporting things, yeah. then there's no excuse for them not to perform at the highest level, right? Yeah. I've just, I've, I've turned a corner on understanding what leadership is to me in yeah. my own personal life. And it's not because of Ted Lasso, but that was a very clear cut example of just like, here's a person that's really difficult. You could be combative and be like, this person's an asshole, or you could figure out yeah. exactly what motivates them and then win them to your side. And that's why I think that show is so powerful because it's just about a nice guy that's trying to get people on his side. It's super powerful. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. So also, Wednesday Wisdom, watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. Wonderful show. <laughs> yeah. This show is brought to you by Apple TV. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's that's get great. into it. Well, before we get into it, I wanted to bring up um, uh, like an extended Wednesday Wisdom because we were just talking about moving back to California and you mentioned having, you said, I think your exact words were, I just have so much clarity about moving back. And that made me feel so like warm and fuzzy. And I said to you, that makes me so happy to hear you say that. And I know that we talked about in a later episode of just maybe in certain disagreements or differences, you yeah. need to just let your partner go at their own pace and figure yeah. it out. And for so long, I was pushing you and trying to force you and help you see the way to do it. And then finally, I wouldn't say I force. Like, and I want to, yeah. I want to pause after this. I, I wouldn't say force. You were trying to get some clarity for your own mental health and like yeah. well-being, And I was dragging my feet, but also 
there is beauty in procrastination <clears throat> because yeah because we're coming down to the wire i have i have a lot of clarity around that but yeah thank you for that well i am just so happy that you feel at peace yeah maybe maybe not at peace but you have clarity and you have a vision of how you want to move back and how you want that to work with hallelujah and your your business um and so I just want to reiterate, if anyone is going through, you know, a difficult time with their partner, maybe just give them some space and mm. let them figure it out on their own and come to their own conclusion and just keep supporting them in whatever way they need. And maybe the support they need is space. That's a really mature <laughs> uh, And But also it took us years. Yeah. I, it took well, us years. I wanted to talk about that. Um, um we've been together for going on 15 years and we're still figuring out how to like yeah communicate with each other yeah and and can i can i jump in yeah, real quick? please please so someone today was saying um you know they said i feel like with you and Corey, you're if you're in stressful situations like you're able to stay calm and ne like you both don't like escalate until you explode. And I'm like, well, I mean, I think it's a give and take. Sometimes I get way up mm -hmm. high and he has to pull me down and sometimes it's vice versa. And she was like, and she said that for her and her, her partner, they can sometimes like both elevate until they explode and then they come down. I'm like, mm. and that's fine too. Like if that works oh my for God, you, it, yeah. that's fine too. If there's not a one one way, you know, answer. There's yeah. not a one size fits all for relationships. And yeah. we are constantly growing and changing together and evolving and figuring it out along the way. I mean, 15 years, it took us three years to have a calm, happy conversation about moving back to California and right. it still wasn't all happy. <laughs> right. Well, like, like there's, there's a dichotomy, right? Like, yeah, I had, I had a, I had a really good marijuana trip and I, mm -hmm. I literally worked through most of what was bothering me in one night, which mm -hmm. sounds crazy. We can talk about that. We, we've well, already we talked about, we've already <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. The, the, the accessory work around that and the fear that I, the major fear that I had was just talking about it to the people that I work with because I was afraid that I would upset them, anger them, like whatever it might be. After having the hard conversations with everyone on my team, everyone was like super supportive. And I also realized that like nothing is permanent. No one knows what the future is going to hold. Like yeah. I could get sick and die tomorrow. A million different things could go wrong. Yeah. We just need to keep moving forward in the way that's best for everyone's life. And I, I want that for everyone that I work with. So, yeah. um, having the, after I figured out that there was a path forward yeah. after New York, um, I had the hard conversations and it's be, and the more I talk about it and just be open and out there with it, I just feel so much better Yeah. because everyone's super supportive. And also like, a lot of different things have come out of it. Like people are really interested. They're like, I'm actually like into what this is. Like, can we talk more about this? And it's just been such a, 
I don't like, I, I'm normally like, I, I like to play things close to the chest kind of a person. So yeah. telling everyone, well, I, that's not true. I'm, I'm a, anyways, <laughs> with, with business, yeah. I usually play it close to the chest, but talking to the team about things has, has made it really easy and everyone's been super supportive and having those hard, difficult conversations with you, I think opened the door for me to talk to all yeah. the people that I needed to talk to. Yeah. And it's turned into this really, I don't think we've talked about this. We had a really beautiful team meeting where everyone just like said, like, this is what you do really well. And this is where I think you can grow. Mm -hmm. And to hear people that I work with every single day say nice things about me. Yeah. For what they think I do well. And also the things that I could grow on was so life changing, transformative that it kind of gave me this like wave of excited energy to move to California because I feel like if I can do it with a small group in New York and that's super hard to have a business here, if I can, I can definitely, make it in New York. Right, I can right. Make it's it such anywhere. a it's such a fucking cliche, but like that paired with the understanding of what leadership means to me at this point in my life, I feel so at ease and calm about the future. And I think I haven't communicated that to you as well as I should have or should be, but I, there's a lot that's, there's so many things that are changing, you mm -hmm. know, like everything is changing. And for me, for me to be at the point where I am, I feel very calm is not normal for me. I've done a lot of work around anxiety and fear and all of this stuff for the last couple of years. And I'm just like, we'll fucking figure it out, dude. Yeah. I truly have like no worries or concerns. Good. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts because yeah. I am like a worry wart. So. <clears throat> yeah. But you've been a big part of that. Yeah. Well, again, it just makes me so happy to hear that you I'm say glad. you have clarity around moving because yeah. I was definitely holding on to some of course worried energy of oh yeah. is he gonna you know resent me and but is again he we talked be about unhappy? we yeah. talked about this it had to be me. Yeah. I had to come exactly. up with it. Yeah. And I think that's the lesson. Like, yeah, it's easy to do things for your partner yeah. and hold it in the back, you know, hold it in your loaded gun to like release whenever you're upset. I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear more about our move to California, we go did an the, episode yeah, a few, few weeks ago. Um, so you can listen to that, mm -hmm. but this is all about, so I, I came to the realization <clears throat> a few years ago that having saying that you have a guilty pleasure does not give you there when there's guilt involved you aren't able to fully enjoy it or it's not right. fully pleasurable because there's guilt involved yeah it's like so, a weird because i used to say like for example the bachelor i used to say like mm. the bachelor franchise shows were my guilty pleasure because I also, there's probably a part of me that was like kind of embarrassed that I watched it. And then I'm like, well, I really do love this show. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I love it. And if I attach guilt to it, then I can't fully enjoy it. And there's times when I talk to people about certain food items. I'm like, it's just a pleasure. Enjoy it while you can. Like, don't, it's not a guilty thing. It's just mm -hmm. pleasurable. And then, uh, so I, I will get into it, but I watched something this weekend that I was definitely like, oh, this is a guilty pleasure, but, or maybe not. And then, so I'm like trying to figure out like, well, it's not a guilty pleasure and it's not a vice, but like, what is it? And then I was thinking about 
Jim Gaffigan years ago did a stand-up about, um, I, I don't remember exactly what he was talking about, but he was talking about like people reading like trashy magazines or like oh, him yeah. eating McDonald's. And so he has this whole thing about like everyone has their own version of McDonald's, right? whether it's trashy TV, trashy magazines, eating McDonald's mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever that is, gossiping, whatever like, it might be. Everyone has a McDonald's. So I realized, so, um, I watched something really, what? I was just going to say, before you tell everyone oh, what you okay. were watching, I, we were, I, we, I called you when I was at work oh, and yeah. I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, nothing. I'm just watching a show. And I was like, what show are you watching? And you're like, don't worry about it. And I was like, <laughs> immediately just like, oh my God. Yeah. You're like, this what must are you be watching? really trashy <laughs> that she's not willing to like, just cause you're so open. I'm like, I, and yeah. I was like, what is it? You're like, don't worry about it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, I also didn't want to say it and th without context and then have you like spout it off to everyone you were with and have oh, them judge me. What's really funny and is that... while we were talking, we were, I was alone. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then, and then I was like spiraling because I'm not spiring, but oh, I I'm just kept so thinking. Oh, I'm so anxious to hear it. Okay. It's continue. really, I feel like I've built it up so much, mm. but so. Is it Love Island? No. Oh God. It's not a TV show. It was a movie. Oh. So, um, <laughs> just wait it's really i'm really building this up I'm it's so really confused. not that big of Continue. a deal um and i don't feel guilty i feel silly and i but i and i okay anyway i wanted i was like trying to find you're something so to watch cute, on, you're so cute oh my god <laughs> i was trying to find something to watch on friday and i was like i always watch shows maybe i'll watch a movie oh my god and then so i was like oh i remembered seeing that harry potter was on hbo i've got all this fucking time i'm not gonna mm -hmm. watch all the movies but maybe i'll watch a harry potter movie it wasn't on hbo and then i was searching other um, streaming platforms yeah streaming platforms and on netflix if when you like type something in it if they don't have it it gives you like the suggested thing mm -hmm. well <laughs> apparently twilight just got released <gasps> on netflix <laughs> why are you, why do you feel guilty about i so, read every single twilight book after I, you're like this book is so good and then i read them all i was like oh my god yeah these at, are at so the, good at the time they were very good i don't know if they held hold up now as like a definitely not <laughs> yeah it's a tween book yeah yeah, yeah. but um Oh, I was good like, for you. <laughs> thank you, honey. But I was, I'm like, okay, let's just give this a shot. See how it goes. I laughed out loud so many times. I did not realize how like funny, uh, like it's, it's almost, it's like borderline campy. It, it's all camp. It's all campy. It's like, it's like the DP and the director got together and like, okay, here's what we're going to do. How we're going to we make a really make serious movie, <laughs> but we're going to, we're dramatic. going to literally like put dick jokes and like, like try to make it as campy as possible. I but like the, the, the network, like didn't understand what they were doing. Well, they were making a teen like romance. Oh my God. But some of the like camera angles and the direction oh that the God. actors were getting and the looks it's and the super pale, bad makeup. So like, bad. It was so bad. But then so entertaining. throughout the rest of the weekend, I watched the rest of the movies. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Did, I mean, were you entertained? I, I, well, I was because it was so bad and so funny. Um, Dude, I had the same experience. I've been watching every morning, like, a little bit of the new Space Jam with yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. And when I, like, the first 
part of the movie that I watched. And I watched like 30 minutes. Yeah. I was like, this movie is absolutely fucking terrible. Like, yeah. as was the original Space Jam. Like, like, yeah. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. LeBron James might be, is, is up in the conversation. Yeah. It's, they're not they actors. are bad. It's yeah, they're bad. not actors. But the new Space Jam, after I watched like the, the, from, I mean, spoiler alert, LeBron builds a team of Toon characters. Oh, if you haven't seen but think the about, original. But, but for people that are listening without spoiling anything, think about the body of work that the WB has done over the last hundred years. Yeah. They literally have access license. They can yeah. pull from any movie in the history of the WB. Oh my God. The assembling of the team was like, almost as good as the avengers like like, like just like like wow. like in a very silly campy like they yeah. it was so funny and like lebron yeah. james's ability to like make fun of himself yeah they were You're con- not watching the whole them. movie they're like well the original like bugs bunny was like well i've seen this before and yeah. like they, it's like making fun of itself yeah that's and you're not watching Space Jam for like pristine no, acting it's and a, pristine it's just entertainment but also i've also realized that cinema is a tool and the tool is showing young kids that hard work, dedication, being good at whatever you want to be good in is important. It's it's all like black led characters, like people of color, like it's a re- it's a tool to teach kids to show people that to see themselves in cinema. It's super yeah. it's amazing. And I I I was so like watching it, I was like, this is so bad. But I was also like, young kids under 10 don't know what a bad movie is. They're, if they're inspired yeah. by it, then like, yeah, fucking great. Yeah. But Twilight, the books were fantastic. The, I mean, it was all entertaining. Even and, and even at the time, everyone was like, this is horrible, but it's entertaining and I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it also, it like, I was feeling very nostalgic and... Um, but it was, I just can't believe how many moments I was just laughing out loud because it's just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a movie club, which mm-hmm. I feel like we should open up to any of our listeners. If they want to join, we do like a, we do like a weekly movie club. I think we should open it up. I do. That would be, that, the only reason why I'm giving you a face of no is because that over it overwhelms me enough to be on a Zoom call with four different couples mm-hmm. and four different screens doesn't have to be a zoom call uh, yeah i'm not gonna do that i doesn't mean you can you can we can no, start putting all out i'm saying is like all i'm saying it, is but... like i would love to we could put the questions that we ask and then if sure. people want to like respond to it yeah we can sure, i'd we can love to like revisit yeah. that yeah but I sorry be, you're not invited to the all, zoom call that stresses me out yeah okay <laughs> what i was gonna say was i would be curious to hear the movie club's <laughs> idea of who could be re, like the recasting couch like oh, who could gosh. be recast as the lead roles? Yeah. Um, I'm. I want to watch now. I want to watch it. I want to see like what the <laughs> editing was like because I I remember the editing and, being like very bad. Well, and we so in our speaking of our movie club, we just watched I Am Sam. Oh. Which if you if fuck. you feel like you need to cry or you want to cry, watch just five minutes of I Am Sam and you will. Do you I need a knife in your heart? Literally the entire film. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but one of the things we talked about was how weirdly it was colored and edited and it like the first so the first twilight movie was on the border of that like weird coloring phase in early 2000s 
And some of the scenes were like super blue saturated. Mm -hmm. And some of the scenes were like a really whitewashed, but I guess they were going for like the pale vampire look. I don't know. But there was some scenes that I was like, oh, why is this so blue? The, this is just a quick note on coloring. The more editing and work I do in film and the more I color things, the more I realize I have such a stronger opinion on how things are colored than I ever imagined that I possibly could. Well, and it yeah, wasn't until, world. but it wasn't until someone was coloring something that I knew a lot of people were going to watch that I shot that I was like, Oh my God, you literally ruined everything I made. Like oh. coloring can really make or break. Like I think arguably the best coloring that has ever been done on a film. Uh, this is going to be controversial was um band of brothers because they shot it both in gray and in color and they blended the two and put this like green wash on it it was insane also the matrix mm. is pretty dope but anyways those are the also fact very that we're, stylized right, but the fact right color is style but the fact yeah. that we're having color conversations and you're able to be like this was colored weird i think is great yeah anyways tangent anyway um so that was my quote-unquote mcdonald's this past weekend yeah um, what are what are some of your guilty McDonald's? pleasures? Mm. Guilty pleasures that you don't feel guilty about. Hmm. Um. Every time I order from Seamless, <laughs> uh-huh. I f- I feel guilty. Why? Because well, like part of it is necessity for work. Yeah. And then the other part of it is it goes back to when I was in high school. So when I was in high school, my parents used to lovingly make me lunch. And I didn't want to be the kid. Your wife used to lovingly make you lunch. I know that. But I didn't want to be the kid that pulled out a sack lunch at high school. Oh, yeah. So I would I would not eat my lunch and I would save money and I would buy from <laughs> yeah. the cart because that was like the cool thing to do. Ooh, wait, okay, side note. What was at your cart in high school? Oh, my God. Do you want to know what I ordered? It was, <laughs> oh, dude. This is, this is, this is, this is really good. So at the cart, the lunch ladies were wonderful. They had these... Pizza, pizza bread pizzas uh-huh. but they weren't like actual slices they were yeah. the like like costco french bread, french bread pizza yeah, half yeah. pizzas i would get two of those okay i'll get two sides of nacho cheese okay and some curly fries if they had them okay and i would get a mountain dew and oh, a water oh my oh even young you were a double drinker oh my god <laughs> always liquids always liquids um and then i would eat all of it super fast and then go into a coma in my next <laughs> class like uh, that was probably like 5,000 calories. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dunking the, well, I would get the nacho cheese to dunk <laughs> the pizza in the nacho cheese. Oh if you've never God. done it, fuck off. But oh ordering seamless now, I'm like, I just, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a very, I'm very lucky to be able to order delivery to work and yeah. I do it because I value my time at my desk and I want to be home in a certain <laughs> hour. So like, yeah. anyways, that's that but i feel, feel i feel guilty doing that guilty. um i also feel is what's something like that's trashier like that could be your mcdonald's oh trashier trashier um i like i like listening to <laughs> <laughs> i like listening to podcasts about jeffrey epstein and Ghislaine maxwell oh okay i like that like i'm not a, i'm not a conspiracy theorist i think that that story in particular is very intriguing because 
all conspiracy theories come from some grain of truth. Mm -hmm. Like, like people that like have COVID a lot of... it is a hoax because it right. is a hoax. Wait, what? I'm joking. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> COVID is not real. But like, um... <laughs> I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of like a good conspiracy theory example. Um uh, but this COVID this like the is sure. a hoax is a conspiracy theory. No, 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 but what I'm like I'm trying to find something with like okay, 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 here's a good, here's a good example. So when COVID first came out and Trump was like it came from China, it came from a lab. Yeah. Every liberal was like fuck you, it didn't come from a lab. Yeah. It jumped from species to humans. And then <laughs> Trump's out of op, but the thing was Trump had people in his orbit saying, "Yeah, yo, dude, like, there's gain of function research at a lab in Wuhan, and yeah. and John Stewart did like this whole bit on like, you mean to tell me that there was an outbreak from a virus from a bat that they were doing research on at a lab in Wuhan? Like, yeah, it comes from a small grain of truth. But but the thing was with the with the left was when it came out, everyone it's was like, if Trump's... Donald Trump said it, it's a fucking it's, lie yeah. and it's not wrong. Yeah, 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 he wasn't wrong. It most likely came from the lab in Wuhan, yeah. right? So with this like Epstein thing, like there's a lot of crazy shit about Epstein's life and Ghislaine Maxwell, her father was like this... Is she still in jail? Yes. Oh. Her father was like this crazy rich billionaire. She's the youngest of like, I don't know, between six and eight kids. Wow. They called her Little Sprat. Um, he was, she was her father's favorite and like listening to her story. So she was like, Grew up with all this wealth. They were super close to the royal family, friends with the royal family. Then her dad, her father, Maxwell, whatever, I don't remember his first name, went out on his yacht, this giant yacht, and then just like disappeared. And she has always maintained that he was like murdered. But everyone else is just like, he got drunk and like jumped off the boat. Then all this controversy of like, he was stealing all of the pension funds from all of his employees. He was a media magnet. He owned like a newspaper and uh -huh. like, he was stealing all of their pensions. He stole like $70 million of all these people's pensions and then just disappeared. That never, Ooh. anyways, but then she met Jeffrey Epstein mm -hmm. and then like Epstein was like this climber who was brilliant and super smart and was like a billionaire money manager. Mm -hmm. She linked up with him and he then, was managing one one at the time billionaire's money. He met her and she had all these connections to the royal family. Mm -hmm. And then like shit went crazy. And the 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 conspiracy is that they were doing crazy, weird, underage sex stuff and they filmed all of it with all these crazy famous people. Right. So like the 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 conspiracy theory is that they have videotape of all of these Where so would like that videotape be? we don't know. Nobody knows. This is what's crazy about it. So like hmm. What people are saying is like there are tapes that exist of like mega wealthy, huh. super influential people doing and who's, really terrible who's things. They, Epstein and Maxwell. No, but Epstein who's, is who's they who, that are saying, "Oh, we have there are tapes out there." That's what that that's what has been said. I I don't know enough. Okay, I'm I'm an don't, I don't know enough. But basically, my understanding is that Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell filmed. Everything. everything huh so the idea is that they have incriminating evidence of yeah. all these super powerful people which is why epstein suicided yeah. himself in a solitary confinement yeah. jail in new york give me a yeah, fucking break yeah anyways that's a guilty pleasure yeah um 
uh, guilty pleasure. Other guilty pleasure would be, um, I mean, I think of The Bachelor as a guilty pleasure. That's kind of, say. yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, very much like, McDonald's. Yeah, I don't, show. I'm not, I don't overtly tell people that I watch that show, but if sure. someone's talking about it, I'll be like, actually, I'm a pretty big fan. It's a, yeah. it's super entertaining. It's so entertaining. It's And it's also really good filmmaking. The fact that they can get all that live sound with like <laughs> yeah. 20, I'm like, who is, war, who's crewing this? This is insane. Yeah. How many camera, That's budget why much, I always like, say I want to be a fly on the I wall. Know. I want to know how know. they freaking do it's it. It's crazy. That, that's one. I also watched um, Love is Blind, which I thought oh, was, that was really kind of a entertaining. Yeah, that, that was yeah. that was really frowned upon. But like, hey, B. <laughs> like, whatever. Because like, I watched it once, and then I watched it with you again. I was like, you have to watch this fucking shit show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's that, those are my like guilty pleasures. Yeah. 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 And do you, do you feel like you can easily attach the guilt from the guilty pleasures so that you can... Like, do you notice that you have a little bit of guilt in ordering food or watching the show or admitting that you watch the show i felt more guilt playing video games than i do about ordering food or watching trash television like mm. every time i it's so funny we were, i was just talking about that with someone today about how you when you realized how much time you had spent when they put that this is ha- yeah oh yeah, my god wa- playing video games that you immediately were like nope gotta get rid of this well dude it was like it's it's a it's <clears throat> sucking i mean obviously it's entertaining and fun yeah. and i enjoy it but like you can't if you want to be a partner or a spouse or whatever it was a personal development thing for me i was just like i can't yeah. be and like you didn't really love when i was playing video games late into the night you know it wasn't well yeah it wasn't yeah. i mean i'm a quality time kind of gal i sure. want to spend time with my partner and not sure. sit next to you i just had to games. figure out ways to entertain myself that wasn't staring at a screen for six hours a night yeah but that was that was the the i'm also but you enjoyed you enjoyed playing the games but then once you realized how much time you had spent then you started to feel guilty right yes and also it was i think it was affecting our relationship which is why i got rid of the console i was like yeah. i can't i just can't do this anymore it's yeah. not healthy it's affecting my relationship in a negative way. Yeah. I want to show up for you in a certain type of way. And I just sold, I just got rid of it. Like, yeah. But that's a hard thing to do for most people because it's so addictive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just talking to someone who did that exact, that exact same thing happened to them. Really? They saw how much time. Oh my God. And then they said, nope. And they don't play video yeah. games anymore. Yeah. yeah. My screen time has also gone down like a ton. Yeah. I just, it's, I need to just... Uh, read more yeah just like you know yeah. yeah do you have any apps on your i don't really have many apps on my phone do you oh, have, have any apps so on your apps. phone that is kind of like reddit um well i don't know if reddit could is considered a mcdonald's of a oh uh maybe maybe you follow some threads um oh yeah do you want me to oh let me pull up my oh <laughs> this is this is actually very <laughs> Uh, this makes me really uncomfortable i am going to publicly announce okay the subreddits that i follow i will not say so a lot of what's on reddit is like you don't have to no i want to i want to because it'll show people like what i'm into uh why don't you tell me some of your trashy instagram things while i pull those up i can't really think of any trashy I mean, there's like certain celebrities that I follow that I feel like this is just weird that I know so much about your life that I feel like I know you, yet I don't know mm. you. Like that makes me feel weird and uncomfortable sometimes mm. <laughs> that I 
Um, but I can't think of any. I, I also recently went through and cleaned house on my um, my Instagram, and I feel like I need to go back and and clean out and delete some things that I don't need. Mm-hmm. But um, oh my gosh. yeah, I can't okay. think of any trashy stuff. I mean, I, I'll I'll look okay. up like bachelor stuff sometimes. Here are some of my subreddits. Okay. Here we go. Absolute units. Absolute Units is a subreddit to post like gigantic large things. So the first one I'm pulling <laughs> up is Boss Hog from Alabama, and it's just gigantic versions of regular things. <laughs> that's so random. So when someone's like, oh my God, he's an absolute unit, like that's what that's about. Uh, mm. Another one is Act Like You Belong, which is really fun. So like there's videos of like people walking into a Super Bowl game in orange vests pretending to be uh, like uh, workers. <laughs> And people just like they try to see how far they can get into like a major event, oh, acting I'm so like into they belong. That. Oh, it's so fun! You would love Reddit. I think there's a. I'm I think there's kind a lot. Of glad that I'm not on Reddit. Then. Yeah, um, a trashy one is actual public freakouts, which is like fights and people hurting each other. Which I'm. Oh wait, like, sh- is there a cat? Yeah, that is a kitten's cry. Wait, what? Shh, that is a kitten. Did you no. hear that? That is a kitten. Do you want to go outside and look? I'm We're gonna see, pause. I'm gonna I'm gonna look out the window. <laughs> so we'll address the cat. Um, we went outside. We heard a kitten. Mm-hmm. We went outside. We I saw the kitten for a brief second. It was black and a white face. Cute, cute, cute. Face. cute. And then it kind of ran away. And we put a can of food out. And I haven't we haven't heard it meow since. So hopefully, hopefully it's hopefully okay. Hopefully it's okay. Um, okay. We're back. Uh, guilty mm-hmm. subreddits. Uh, one of them is ATBGE, awful taste but great execution, which is like design stuff that's okay. like really, really bad. Okay. But like really good execution. Um, it could be fashion or building things. Um, better Every Loop is kind of trashy. Better um, Every Loop? Yeah. I mean, if you're a Redditor, you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, Okay, I guess you got to be in the club. Better Every Loop. Animated GIFs and similar formats that get better the longer you watch them. Mm. There's some trashy stuff on there. Okay. Um, catastrophic Failure is like large industrial machines failing and falling and blowing oh, up or hurting people. Oh, I don't people. like that. Yeah. Um, Reddit WTF is also really gross and no one should watch it <laughs> it's really there's a lot of really fucked up shit on what the it's literally the subreddit is called what the fuck things that make you say what the fuck mm. so there's a lot of gross stuff on there right, not so, safe for work at all so some of your subreddits there's they're, they're, there's a lot of trashy ones in so, there so there's some mcdonald's in that subreddit. yeah for sure all right i can't think of any other quote-unquote like guilty pleasures mcdonald's that i have because i have done a lot of work around not feeling guilty Mm -hmm. like around food i don't feel i don't feel guilty for going to get a pastry every saturday or you know eating late at night or eating a box of mac and cheese when i don't want to cook oh yeah um so but it took it took me a very long time yeah to get there and i will reiterate if you have any guilt around your guilty pleasure you are no lo- you are no you are not able to fully enjoy it. Enjoy it. It yeah. is no longer fully pleasurable because there is guilt attached. Yeah. So, hopefully us sharing our guilty pleasures uh, and me 
admitting and sharing that I watched all of the Twilight movies oh. in one weekend. I mean, three days, but still. Um, I think there's only four movies anyway. Yeah. But um, hopefully that will give you a little bit of release and you can let go of some of your guilt around your McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. 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 Um, what can... Okay, so I was thinking about what made us laugh the most this week, and mm. it wasn't this week, but a few weeks ago, we were, speaking of McDonald's, wow, full circle, we um, hopped in an Uber because it was raining to go over to Pete and Nathan's, and they don't live very far from us, and we go outside, and we live right next door to a bodega that's like, not really a bodega, it's definitely a drug front, mm-hmm. um, and the guy outside, there's a guy who, like, works there but literally stands outside all day and he's very nice his name is pablo and um he we walked outside and he goes hey is this your uber and we said yeah and he goes he just threw trash outside and he had um had our uber driver had like a dunkin donuts like he ate something wrapped it in the The bag and bag and threw it out the fucking window who does that who just literally throws trash out the window? So many people. In New I York do am. That. St- I still feel upset at myself that I did not scream at him like I was in my head. Um, but we told that story to Nathan about how he, you know, this guy who stands outside, he looks out for our. He's very friendly. I've made friends with friendly. him. He kind of has our back. He's held parking spots for me. You had a delivery that you needed to get delivered, and we were going out, and so we asked our upstairs neighbor to accept the delivery because was, this was for work. And you said, "Hey, Pablo, if someone comes and rings, remind them that even though it says the note on the door, like remind them it's for two F or whatever it is." And um, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you," and you. You also like he didn't he didn't ask you or you didn't ask him he offered to hold a parking spot for you right in front of yeah. our house because you were gonna um, move the car and then Nathan went on this whole joke about how we have a doorman yeah <laughs> our bodega doorman we have a doorman now dude he's great was awesome and then because we were like well it's definitely a drug front sure. he was like well you better be careful with the favors you ask your doorman because one day yeah. he's gonna ask you a favor yeah dude i i when the when that because it used to you be you have a doorman you have a door, yeah we have a doorman yeah dude pablo pablo's awesome uh <laughs> Because it used to be a barbershop that was yeah. constantly like playing music and they were out till all hours of the evening, which never yeah. really bothered me. But when he moved in there, I was like, I need to make friends with this guy. But he's always, he is literally, literally just standing always outside, outside. All the time. And so I see him every time. I'm like, I say hi. Yeah. I've, I've bought him beers every now and then. You know, just because like, dude, like if anyone's going to, if you want to make friends with anyone, it's your local area drug dealer. I don't know <laughs> if he's a drug dealer. We I have my suspicions. But also, he's very friendly, and um, he knows me, and he knows that we're together, and he knows Teddy. He's very friendly. Yeah. But there's no problem with making friends with people in your neighborhood. I mean, no. like, dude, think about, think about, like, if someone were to try to break our window, and he was there, I feel like he would be, like, he would have our best interest in mind. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very, very sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, he, we have all the perks of a doorman, and if we were on drugs, we know where to go. Dude, for real. <laughs> Yo, my dude. Also, I don't know, but yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's a hookah slash bodega. Yeah, like, yeah. And They're selling glass pipes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yes, that was really really funny. You have a doorman. 
Um, what made me laugh the most this weekend? Um, or this week. Or this week. <laughs> um, I mean, you were just filming stuff in the Hamptons, and yeah, you always have lots of. Yeah, I when think, the team gets together. I think the the funniest, the thing that made me laugh the most was I have realized just like I am getting like a lot older mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, I'm about to go on a, out on a boat. I have prescription sunglasses. I should probably <laughs> get like a tie on my glasses so that they don't fall off. But I also can't wear sunglasses while I'm filming things. Cause I need to see the monitor. I also need a hat because like the sun is really bright and I need to buy some, so I went about like sunblock and like <laughs> glasses ties and I like I was just like out there and I was like I am not the oldest person on the boat but I definitely feel like the oldest <laughs> person on the boat and I, and like I got on the boat and uh the team was like dude you're like 100 years old <laughs> like you're like an old ass man it was really funny it, yeah that that made me laugh and made me chuckle yeah it was also probably the most embarrassing cuz I I did realize I was like full on <laughs> full on like grandpa mode you know yeah yeah yeah. Um, well, have we have we mentioned you got to get down as an embarrassing by proxy? We have mentioned it, but we we definitely can talk about it. Our friend Justin, who used to live in the city, he lived in California before, and when he was telling his he was a bartender telling us some of his regulars, yeah, I'm moving to New York. This guy was like, oh, well, you got to get down, and Justin's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get down. Oh, dude, like, I'm going to get so down. I'm going to get so down, and, so, and he's like, no, 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 you got to get down, and Justin's like, yeah. I'm going to get so down. It's going to be so great. I'm going to be so fun. The customer's like, no, no, no. You have to get down. Feather. Feather down. A down jacket. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Like trying to act all like cool and suave. Feather down. Yeah. Like, I'm so going to get down in New York. I miss them. Oh, I miss them so much. Um, If you have any McDonald's that you, you know, are embarrassed about or feel guilty about let us know we want to hear them and we'll we'll talk about them on the next one yeah i love you i love you thank you for taking the time out to go look for that little kitten yeah you're so sweet as i was walking outside i'm like oh my god what are we gonna do if i catch this kitten we're gonna give it a bath and we're gonna give it a bath and we're gonna let it live in our bathroom overnight and hopefully then what hopefully someone takes it you have such a sweetheart but i can hear it honey stop um, Stop but the it. thing, okay, the thing with kittens that I learned is sometimes stray cats, sometimes moms will leave the kitten, go find food, and come back. Right. But also sometimes they don't come back. Sure. So it's a gamble of like, do you leave it and cats let nature run its course? Cats are hyper capable though. They are so. They are like elite yeah. hunters. Oh, but you can just hear it's like sad kitten. Cry. It's all good. We gotta go. Okay. We have to take Teddy for his last walk. Okay, I love you. you. We'll see you all next week. Okay, bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm ET. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only wanna hear a different tone. I know somewhere quiet we can go.